Welcome to my writing room. Stephen King once said, "If you want to be a writer, you must do two things above all others: read a lot and write a lot." This is episode three. If you'd like a way to chat with me and a great group of writers, feel free to join my Facebook group, which is also called Tanya's Writing Room. We'd be happy to have you. Also, if you have any suggestions for future writing prompts or creativity prompts and contests, feel free to email me at tanya'swritingrealm@gmail.com. Today's contest: Writers Digest Self-Published Book Awards. This is a big one by Writers Digest. Whether you're a professional writer, a part-timer, or a student, here's your chance to enter a competition exclusively for self-published books. The deadline is May third, twenty twenty-one. The top prize is a whopping eight thousand dollars. This is a big one. Additional prizes is a feature in Writers Digest. Now, this super big contest is accepting so many genres. I can't even list them all for you. But I will list a few: fantasy, fiction, memoir, nonfiction, sci-fi, thriller, young adult, and more. Hopefully, that was enough of a snapshot for you. Now, of course, the entry fee is a little bit bigger than most contests. It is a whopping hundred and twenty-five dollars. However, this is for an entire book, not just a short story, not just a small poem. And considering that the winner is going to get eight thousand dollars. Who wouldn't take that chance and spend $125 to win $8,000 plus features in Writer's Digest? Is it worth it? I don't know. You decide. Here's a little bit more about me. Now, over the last year, I've kind of dove into self-publishing, you know, with eight or nine e-books on the market, and a website, and a Facebook group, and a YouTube channel, and a podcast. I decided to take it one step further and. Look for a, a a vendor table. So I started to look for a local vendor market that would have room for an author table. In order to sell books, now I don't have a novel that is ready and printed for me to sell. So I decided to take all of my short story eBooks and format them. Actually, learn learn how to format them and make handmade booklets. So I've turned so far four out of all of these eBooks that I have. Four of them have been successfully converted through Word into a booklet format. This took some learning, and I have made the cover. I've printed it out in color on my own printers, and I have packaged them and stapled them. Now, this was not easy. It may sound simple as, "Oh, here, it's a booklet format. Here, print it. Here, fold it. Here, package it." Nah, it's not so easy when you're first trying it on your own. So, one of my plans through this entire process is to make a YouTube video, step by step, that shows every little tiny detail and how I made these booklets. You can do it yourself if you use Microsoft Word, and even if you don't, you can pick up a few tips and tricks from my video that isn't ready yet. I must add. So, in this video, we will include, or I will include, because I'm the one making the video. Of course, I'm going to include using Microsoft Word what the the margins should be, 
how to get it formatted for a booklet, and making sure that your printer is capable of actually printing the booklets because we need a double-sided printer. We'll take a brief look at how to do the cover aspect of setting it up for the printer, not necessarily a deep dive into the cover design itself. We'll also look at how to get your ASBN and your barcode that is needed for the back of the cover, how to print it and fold it, and how to fold the entire booklet and connect it to the cover, and how to use a, staddle, a saddle stitch stapler. Apparently I'm tongue-tied today. So the vendor sale that I did find is in Petersfield, Manitoba, and I'm scheduled for an author table May 29th from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. I'm so excited about this. I've done so much work and I've been thinking about this for so many months and doing so much research that I've finally reached the point where I have a date scheduled. Now the downside is there is so much going on with the pandemic right now that I'm not entirely sure if we will or will not be in lockdown at that time. But I'm still going to work my butt off and strive for that goal to get all of these booklets ready and learn how to set up my table before then. Now I can use all of this for other things. For example, these booklets, I can go to my work and a lot of people at my work do know that I'm a writer, so maybe they'd be willing to support me and buy some of my booklets. And if that doesn't work, well, there's always, you know, setting up a garage sale and saying, hey, I also have an author table at my garage sale, come and see. You know, I'll post some signs around town. I don't know if I'm gonna get to that point, but we're gonna try it. Now, why, you might ask, why did I not go through an actual printing company and do a print run? Let me tell you, there's a couple of reasons. Number one, when you're going to a local vendor and craft market sale, most objects, I apologize for the sound in the background if you heard that, most objects are handcrafted. Now, if I hire a printing company to do all of my printing for me, I cannot exactly advertise them as handmade or homemade booklets. I haven't figured out which word I'm gonna use yet. If you have any ideas, let me know. Reason number two, there is a cost to printing a large amount of books. The more you get printed, the more it's going to save you in the long run, but the bigger the investment at the front. Now, I don't have a ton of money set aside to do a huge printout, especially if I don't even know how the sale is going to go. Because if I can't sell the books that I made by hand, why would somebody spend even more money or whatever? It could be the same amount of money depending on the profit margin. Why would they spend more money on something that is a good quality printout? Well, I feel like I just contradicted myself there. So let me elaborate. If I make this booklet by myself, it is a little bit of cost and a whole lot of time. But if I do a vendor printout, or a, a printing company printout, there is less profit and less time, but a bigger upfront investment. So currently, my plan is to test out this printing process on my own, see if I can make some sales, and if everything goes really well, say, you know, I sell out or close to sell out, then I'm gonna do a print run. But if I don't sell enough, guess what? I'm just going to stick with printing it myself, maybe become my own print-on-demand service if it's locally, just for my own stuff, of course. Well, that's it about me for today. Let's talk about today's writing or creativity prompt. Today's writing or creativity prompt. 
prompt, because I know how to talk, is write about your first job. This is super cool because you can look back and say where you were then compared to where you are today. And what have you learned since then? Now, I'm not talking about necessarily skills or possibly skills, but I'm thinking more about life lessons. What have you learned about life or even your writing process since you worked at your first job? What has changed the most about you? Now, if you're younger, maybe you're still in your first job or... If you were really, you know, doing a great job, maybe you're still at your first job. But it's still beneficial to take a look back at your first period of time when you first started working there and figure out what you have learned since then. So again, your writing prompt for today is write about your first job. Well, that's it for today. So have a great rest of your day, afternoon, evening, night, or whatever. And keep on writing. And don't forget to shoot me an email and check out my Facebook group called Tanya's Writing Realm. Talk to you next time.